Good afternoon, good morning, good night, good evening, good whatever you want it to be. And welcome to Conversations with a K by K. Uh, with me, your host, Caitlin Gill. So, welcome to episode 6 of our Meet the Greeks series. Yay! Today... For my favorite number, we will be discussing something special. We gotta have that feminine energy up in here. We gotta have that feminine energy. And we need that femininity. And I want that for episode 6. So, today we'll be focusing on the life of the spouse. And of course, you know, in ancient times, it's not always good to focus on the life of the spouse. It's normally focusing on the man. The big, strong man. You know, you want the nine shining armor type man. Whatever. Um, so we will be discussing a poem by Caroline Duffy called Mrs. Midas. So to start off, we need to know what this poem is about. Like, who is Caroline Duffy? Why are we focusing on this poem? Why are we doing this? So Caroline Duffy is a British poet and playwright. She won the Poet Laureate in May 2009. And she is she's the first woman, Scottish born, LGBTQIA poet to hold this position and that's incredible. That's so good. So cool. So especially a part of this, I think it's important that we focus on woman and we focus on her female writing, like her writing relating to the female. Um so to get a little more background on the poem itself we need to understand Midas so who is Midas um Midas is a regular guy well he was a king but that's just a title so he was a regular guy who saved Danis as his friend a god a Greek god and Danis offered him a gift Dana, uh, Midas chose the golden touch and of course you know everything comes with a cost and he regretted his actions and he asked Danis what well, he can do to change that Danis told him to go Watch up in the river Pactolos. Pactolos, is that the correct word? Yes, Pactolos, which is why the sands are gold and the river is like a yellowish tint. Um, and then he got into problems with Apollo and um, because he just pan, pans music over Apollo's music. And Apollo gave him uh, donkey's ears. And basically his life just went downhill from there. So... By the way, you have to shout out Rick Riordan for giving me all I need to know about this information because mwah, Chef's Kiss, his books were so good. So good. Shout out, shout out. Right there. So, Mrs. Minos, we need to find an issue to address. So, what's this issue that we're going to be addressing? What's, what's part of this poem that we need to listen to, what we need to talk about? And I think it's important for when you're talking about femininity to talk about self-doubt to talk about lust to talk about love it's something that's a very big part of our lives everyday lives then i think it needs to be addressed so there's a huge theme of love and lust and self-doubt and um wanting more so throughout the entire poem she she talks about wanting his touch about wanting um human touch her his hands 
back on her and wanting that love from him again. And we're focusing on human touch, human interaction. And because of this golden touch that Midas has gotten, um, she can't have that sort of interaction with her husband anymore. At the start, she doesn't understand what's going on. She doesn't know that, um, yo, hey, she ain't gonna have no husband no more. Like, her relationship, straight down, downhill from there. And, um... She 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 first saw apples when he was touching the apple tree, glinting outside. And of course she doesn't understand what's going on because she doesn't know anything about what's happening with dinosaurs and she doesn't know about his gift yet. And of course Midas being Midas wants to test it out and try it out and be all brazen and go around and go try things. Um and she finds out when he comes inside and starts eating dinner and starts spitting out these uh corn seeds that have turned to gold in his mouth. She starts screaming. She she reacts so wild and big, and she screams. She screams. She screams, and um. And then she got her priorities right. My girl got her priorities right. She said, "I'm gonna lock up the cat. You are not touching my cat. My cat is my cat. You ain't touching it. Mm-mm. No honey boo." Which I actually think is a metaphor for something, but you know, wink wink. It's a metaphor right there. <laughs> anyways she locks up the cat and moves the phone out of the way and in the moment of humor Duffy says that she doesn't mind that the toilet is transforming you know you got a, the go- the throne throne fit for a king you got the golden throne in your bathroom awesome right um anyways she looks for and seeks uh attention from him and of course she's terrified to do so um, heart of gold is literal at this point in time she wants something that she can't get and if she gets it she, the heart of gold that many people seek to have becomes so literal that it's life-threatening and in this poem you see a lot of instances where Midas just wants what he wants there is no consideration for what she's going through it says that he turns, he's downstairs, uh, but sorry, he was below turning the spare room into the tomb, tomb of Tutankhamun, Tutankhamun, King Tut, which is known as a Egyptian pharaoh who had riches in his tomb. And of course, you have to understand that this is still a tomb, signifying the death of the relationship, signifying um, the ending of everything, the, the, that there is going to the afterlife, that there is no more of that. Um, and there's once the bedrooms have been split there's no physical presence of each other in each other's bed and in each other's arms and she she reiterates that later on it's especially throughout the last five stanzas five sorry what the last stanza and stanzas seven and eight yeah um she says the kiss that would turn my lips to a work of art any touch skin contact will turn her into gold straight away and um then she starts dreaming about a child she's wanted a child and of course now she can't get that child because he's he can't touch her there's no possible way of that happening um 
there is no possible way of that happening. Um, in the she she misses his hands on his on her skin and his and his touch and um she she doesn't care too much about idiocy idiocy and the greed but it's the lack of thought the selfishness because he just wants riches as a king he wants to be the best he wants the riches and he wants all of that and this is just his wanting there's nothing that there's no consideration towards her all that she's done for him and stayed around and kept her distance but still managed to make sure that he's okay and all of that stuff there's no consideration towards that and you can see how skillful Ducky is of a writer to show the progression of her thoughts. She's showing every thought, not every thought, of course, but she's showing from the start to the end how she felt throughout the entirety of what she went through, of how long she stayed. There's, there, it, it, it's, it's so bold and thought out and composed in such perfect stanzas the sextet stanzas each of them being six lines six lines six lines which she managed to compile and put together and shows a thought process throughout years it's just really amazing it's absolutely amazing <laughs> Um, so getting back to the theme of love, we're going to be looking at how it affects women. It is seen that women should have a big strong man, knight in shining armor, to come and rescue them. There is no, especially in the olden times, there was no independent strong woman. It was just, hello, you need to be married and married now. Go find yourself a man and go have babies. Bring along their family name. Go get rich. Go get rich. So, this this lust and this love shows that she loves this man. She, 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 sure, she may have wanted him at one time. We don't know. This this doesn't say in this poem. But she loves this man and she, she's not looking for somebody to be strong and independent for her. But she wants to be able to love him um, in any way that she can. And lust comes to play because she wants kids now and she wants his hands on her skin and although they're in separate beds and um she wa- she, she still she still longs for what he used to offer her and she longs for kissing and for physical touch and there's a lot of self-doubt that you see coming out in the poem because she doesn't know what she has done to make him do this there's no indication of why he would do this or why he would want to ruin their relationship. Um, and that's important. There's a lot of self-doubt that goes around these days in both men and women. But I think it's mostly talk about in women. Of course, we need to have more consideration for our men. They're important too. And you see here that anything that all the selfishness that Midas has done to her has caused her to doubt herself so much that it's just become rambunctious in her brain that's not the correct phrasing of that statement but i'm gonna roll with it and you see where it's she says and then i came home the woman who married the fool who wished for gold saying that she wasn't thinking she's more portraying what she 
things, but she wasn't thinking about what she thinks. She was more thinking about what he needs and what um, the space that she needs at some point in time because he chose this so she was not thinking about her. So the self-doubt starts to slowly drift away. And of course, she misses him. It's, 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 it's her husband. You're going to miss him. But it's important to know that self-doubt is, is a big part of a lot of women's lives. Um, yeah. Carol and Duffy, I think, did a really good portrayal of this through a poem. And her poem speaks so much about attention and attention to detail. And it's, it's, it's so relevant now. It's so modernized. Um, and her book, actually, her compilation of poems, uh, uh, The World's Wife, being the feminine poet that she is, poetess that she is, The World's Wife is focusing on the woman, on recognizing the history, and that's important. This is all a compilation of a bunch of poems where it's woman-infused poems. So it's the woman's perspective, it's feminine power. And that's important um yeah so that's our podcast for the day um to stay safe sis and i will see you again next week with episode seven of our meet the greek series and next week we will be focusing on one of my favorite heroes perseus but not percy jackson who i would love to focus on but perseus Uh, And I'll see you next week. See y'all later. Okay, bye.